1: People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels.
3: Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to the Buck Sexton Show podcast. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Shoulder to shoulder, shield's high. Welcome to the Buck Sexton Show.
2: Team, welcome to the Freedom Hunt Thursday, December 15th edition of the program. One of our last shows here on the Buck Sexton Show of the year. We have people crying hypocrisy because Elon Musk doesn't want his plane to be tracked by a Twitter account. We'll discuss that. Also, they're saying that TikTok, speaking of social media, is like fentanyl for your kids because it's... Addictive and brainwashing. And I've got some slightly contrarian thoughts on that one that I would very much like to share with you. And then the House Intelligence Committee has a report out, Republican report, that says that, yes, there are indications that COVID came from China's bioweapons lab program, which would be a pretty damn big deal. So we will discuss that. My friends, you've helped build MyPillow into the amazing company that it is today, and you trust Mike Lindell to help you get a great night's sleep. One of Mike's latest incredible deals is on his Giza Dream sheets. These sheets are made from the world's best cotton, Giza. They're ultra soft and breathable, yet extremely durable. Right now, the Giza Dream sheets are back at the lowest price ever. The sheets are coming in as low as $29.99 with promo code BUCK. MyPillow products come with a 10-year warranty, and now for the holiday season, They're extending their 60-day money-back guarantee. Orders placed between now and December 25th will have their money-back guarantee extended until March 1st, 2023. Look, just go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener special square, and use promo code BUCK for the Giza Dream Sheets. Amazing price, $29.99. MyPillow.com. Go to MyPillow.com, pick out the Giza Dream Sheets you want, Enter promo code BUCK, $29.99. You're going to love your Giza Dream Sheets. It's what I sleep on every night. So they're very upset that Elon has a Twitter account that he uses to say things that are truthful, like if we lose the battle against wokeness, then nothing else matters, right? We know this is something that uh, bothers them because I think there's a lot of truth in it, and people can see that, and Elon is now incredibly influential. He's a billionaire who has decided that free speech matters, and he has created a massive breach in the formidable walls of censorship that the Democrats have erected over the course of many decades now. And in the, in the role in the realm rather of uh, online spaces, in particular the last 10 years, they have just seized control and used this to great effect in politics and just in the culture as well. Now, that doesn't mean it's going to be a total free-for-all, and it shouldn't be a total free-for-all. You know, we still have rules, for example, against defamation, and we should. So if you say something that is provably untrue and malicious and meant to denigrate somebody and cause them harm, you know, you, you can't say that someone, for example, is a murderer if there's no reason, there's no conviction, there's no basis for that, right? You can't defame somebody. Um. Public figures, there's some changes and in, in, in exceptions into what the standard may be, but there are basic rules that we all want observed on Twitter. Um, there's no just not supposed to be, I should say, any pornography on Twitter. Fine. Fine. That's something that we can all uh, agree on. But when it comes to individual safety, it is fascinating that the libs claim somebody using the wrong pronouns for someone or rather the appropriate biological pronouns, but not the preferred pronoun that that individual has that may change as well that is like violence that might as well just be actual all-out violence it's not true it's crazy but when it comes to doxing the libs don't seem to have a problem with that because they do this to conservatives and they used to get away with this a lot of the time um, on social media when twitter was in the hands of the wokesters. And one version of doxing is this Twitter account that was constantly tracking Elon Musk's plane. Now, you could say, oh, but what's the big deal? Well, this means that someone in real time knows where Elon Musk is heading and where he will be. And when you're the richest man in the world and you've upset the Democrat apparatus and there are a lot of lunatics running around who think that our democracy is literally at stake. You might not want people to know exactly where you're going to be traveling or arriving at any point in time. And so now they're saying it's hypocrisy. And I just say, no, they're always supposed to be rules. But you see, they lost. They've lost the argument about why they should just have whatever rules they want. And so now they're saying, well, because we have any rules that's hypocritical on Twitter. Here is uh, Jack Sweeney, who had this Twitter account shut down that was tracking Elon Musk's plane here. This is his argument. Play four
3: soon after elon bought twitter he tweeted my commitment to free speech extends even to not banning the account following my plane even though that is a direct personal safety risk now he tweeted that about a month ago clearly he doesn't feel that way anymore yeah it's complete opposite of what he said on wednesday morning jack woke up to the news that his elon jet account had been suspended from twitter and in the afternoon twitter shut down his personal account
2: I literally had just talked about how the account is like the canary in the coal mine. It just shows that he can continue to do what the last people did at Twitter, and they can bend the rules in however which way they want for whoever they want. Now, you see, I know they're saying this is hypocrisy. This is actually a judgment call that stays within the realm of, of a principle that we can all agree on, which is that you shouldn't be putting people's personal, locational, identifiable information out there for all the world to see. Right. It's not. a. don't want any. There are so many libs that I disagree with, and a lot of them, I think, are horrible people. But I would never personally um, share or approve others sharing their home address and phone number on Twitter, doxing them. Now, libs do that to conservatives, of course, and cheer it on because they're barbarians and they don't believe in civilization and and rules that get in the way of their power. But in this case, okay, Elon changed his mind. Changed his mind about whether this was so much of a safety risk. So, sure, you can you can uh, rightly criticize him for changing his mind and making the wrong call, I think, the first time around, but now he's just realized, no, I can't have, the heat's too much. It's too much of a security risk. I can't have people tracking me down. But notice that they they hate Elon Musk, and they actually, I'm telling you, they want to know where he is. They want to harass him, they want to pressure him, and God knows what else. These libs are psychos. They need total control of the conversation online, or else they emotionally melt into nothingness because their ideas are garbage and their thoughts cannot withstand even the most basic scrutiny from reasonable minds. And then there's this uh this TikTok situation, which I look, I break with the GOP consensus on this. Maybe because I think TikTok's a lot of fun to scroll through. I'm just gonna say it. I have TikTok. Oh my gosh, the Chinese communist party is like you know hiding under my bed all right if tiktok is using uh, using that platform to sneak spyware onto the phones of millions and millions of people in america i want evidence uh, show me the proof of that that's obviously a big deal and that should that's something that we should take major action from or action against um, including, you know, trade and, and diplomatic sanction. I mean, that's a huge this would be like if China found out that we were installing surveillance cameras all over all around Beijing under false pretenses. Right. I mean, th- that's not OK. And I don't, I'm not I'm not some super tech expert on TikTok, but I keep hearing, oh, but, you know, the information's all going to get back to the Chinese Communist Party. I, I'm, I'm literally watching videos of people cooking steaks. Playing with uh, with English bulldogs, you know, playing fetch with English bulldogs, and uh, you know, life advice for how to get more sleep and more sunshine. Like what? What is China gonna do with that? And really think about this because I know they're. I'm telling you, the GOP l- likes to talk so tough about communist China because they don't really want to do anything about it, because if they're really concerned with what's happening with social media and big tech influence and spying your life look at what google is doing these are basically when you're talking about google and youtube and facebook and instagram i know that they own some of those own the same companies but you know what i mean look at what they're doing and look at the way that they influence the conversation look at the way that they engage in censorship they elect presidents now folks okay and they shut down people they de-internet you i think that's a much bigger deal well here here we go though we've got uh, representative Gallagher saying that TikTok is like digital fentanyl and it's going for your going after your kids play 6 It is time that we do something to stop
3: TikTok from becoming the most powerful media company in America because the fundamental problem is that TikTok is owned by ByteDance and ByteDance is controlled by the Chinese Communist Party. That's why FCC Commissioner Brendan Carr has called it digital fentanyl. It's both highly addictive and ultimately you can trace it back to the CCP. The issue is not just that the CCP via ByteDance, via TikTok, can track your location, can track your keystrokes, can compile a dossier. On you. The issue increasingly is that a lot of young Americans get their news from TikTok, which will allow TikTok to censor news according to the dictates of the Chinese Communist Party.
2: Okay, as opposed to, say, what Google does right now or what Twitter was doing before Elon bought it throwing elections. You know, r- r- really. I have to wonder, and also why not then just say we should have an American competitor built at TikTok, ASAP, that's, that's, that's housed here. This notion of it's so addictive, it's like fentanyl, all social media is meant to be addictive. That's why these are such enormous companies with such unbelievable value. And they're all spying on you. This is the world we live in now. They're all taking, they're all just sucking up your data. They're all compiling it and analyzing it and the algorithms. So, all right. If we're going to talk about this with TikTok, we should talk about this with a whole lot more than just TikTok, shouldn't we? I, you know, I I just, I think it's, a, I honestly think it's a way for a lot of Republican, look, if you're, you know, if you're in the intelligence community, you're a military, you're in the military, you have a clearance. Yeah, I don't, I, I would err on the side of caution, don't be on TikTok. But this idea that we're going to ban it because otherwise Americans' personal data is all going right to China. And my understanding is that TikTok is operated here in the u.s and that it's on u.s servers if that information is being siphoned off to china then then talk about that they never give any specifics on this by the way i'm open to finding out oh i'm wrong tiktok is a huge security risk for everybody i'm open to that but i just need an explanation because if they can ban tiktok because it's so scary china what else can they just ban They just had Twitter get bought. Do you think they're happy about who's running Twitter right now? What else can the government bend? It's scary. Oh, too many people like it. They spend too much time on it. Bad people are going to be determining what you see in the news. Uh, You know, I understand right now. I know the winds of the GOP are blowing against this. Everyone's like, oh, yeah, TikTok, China. Uh, I learned how to cook better steaks, how to get a better sear on the side of my ribeye from TikTok. I don't think Xi Jinping is going to do all that much with that information. Oh, well, you know, he knows where you are. Yeah, in America. I, you know, honestly, I, I, I think I'm not saying there's nothing there. I just think it's a little exaggerated, and I want more specifics. And I also want to explain to me how this is so. How these concerns don't also exist for the U.S. based companies that are run by commies who are trying to destroy the country. I'm just putting that out there. It's really easy if you're a member of Congress because you can't get money from the CCP, at least you're not supposed to, to talk tough on TikTok, but not a lot of tough talk about Google. I wonder why that is. Hmm. My friends, real estate is a good, sound strategy over the long term for building wealth. You know this. You want to be a real estate investor. You're owning a tangible asset, something that increases in value over time. You can do really well with it and can give you free cash flow every month, which is fantastic in retirement. But what house do you buy? Where do you invest? What makes sense? Do you know how to crunch all those numbers? Do you got Do you have spreadsheets, on spreadsheets on spreadsheets with all the data to know what home values are in an area, what the average rental uh, is in the area? No, I don't. But my friends at Done for You Real Estate and have all that. That's why I bought multiple houses through them. Done for You Real Estate is a real estate investment company that's been doing this for thousands of people. And what they do is they take you through every step of the real estate investment process, so you become you own the house. You're you're the one doing all this. But they take you through every step. So you're making smart decisions. You have advice and guidance along the way. Go to doneforyoubuck.com to see how this works to become a real estate investor today. That's doneforyoubuck.com. One more time, doneforyoubuck.com to begin your real estate investment journey. Doneforyoubuck.com. Now, here's from the House Intelligence Committee Republican Report Indications. That COVID came from China's bioweapons program, Play clip 7.
0: Now, this latest report from Republicans on the House Intelligence Committee. In it, they claim, quote, based on our investigation involving a variety of public and non-public information, we conclude that there are indications that SARS-CoV-2 may have been tied to China's biological weapons research program and spilled over to the human population during a lab-related incident at the Wuhan Institute of Virology. They say the intelligence community downplayed important information and links between China's bioweapons research and COVID-19. The Republicans also say U.S. intelligence agencies refused to answer their questions.
2: We all know this came from a lab at this point, right? If it came from a biological zoonotic transmission from one animal species to another, from bats to pangolins to I think they got rid of the pangolins now in this whole process but I had to look up what a pangolin was I mean who the heck even knew what a pangolin was some of you probably did but very few I didn't know what it was uh, at the start of this whole process and I by the way I wouldn't want one as a pet I wouldn't want to eat one either I don't know a pangolin it's a it's a strange looking looking creature Um, but yeah this probably came from a lab and I think it's important we get to the bottom of this but I also think I'm here to remind everybody Let's say we have smoking gun proof. We realize this came from China. What are we going to do about it? What are the elites in this country? Think about this for a second. What are we really going to do about it? First of all, China is going to say, okay, first of all, they're never going to admit that, that it did come from one of their labs. But they're going to say, well, even if it did, it was obviously an accident. Stuff happens. Diseases sprout up in places. So I don't want I, I don't want to be misinterpreted here. It's important to know because there are, for example, implications for gain of function research. Should we ever be doing this? Should this be allowed anywhere? Should there be, you know international conventions against gain of function research like we have with nuclear weapons? As we know, there's still nuclear weapons out there. Um, but there are ways that we try to regulate it internationally. Should this uh, I think this should result in, in that kind of thinking and change uh, processes. But for anyone who believes, oh, well, once we find out that China is the source of this and that even if it comes from a Chinese bioweapons research laboratory, even if, let's say, what's going on on the Wuhan Institute of Virology was more nefarious than we had even previously thought, the U.S. and international response to this will probably be precisely nothing. I mean, if you think I'm wrong, please let me know how and why. What, what are we going to do? We're not going to go to war with China over this. Wouldn't be smart to. What are we going to do? We're going to say we're really upset about the virus that escaped that killed a lot of people. So now we're going to fight a war to punish you. I and mean, this is insane. So we're not going to do anything about it in that regard. You think any U.S. companies are going to want to get into a more difficult economics, especially considering we might be heading to recession next year? Look, I'm just here to speak the truth. So I just want to understand, while, while it's Republicans love, this is, a you know, there's a little bit of a, of a Benghazi situation here where people were pounding the table, so they could get cable news jobs later on, members of Congress pounding the table about Benghazi. Who was held accountable for Benghazi? Who went to prison for abandoning those uh those Americans on the ground and we lost four brave Americans that night? Who went to prison? Nobody. Barack Obama won. Hillary Clinton is evaded all forms of justice. So let's just understand with this. The hearings we're going to do about about uh, China and the Wuhan Institute of uh, Virology. Other people are going to tell you, yeah, yeah, we're going to go. We're going to get we're going to show the Chinese Communist Party that, you know, we're on to them for what they did here. Okay, it is worth doing. Nothing will come of it. Otherwise, what? What are we going to do? We're going to tell China, don't do that again. They'll say, sure. How do we know whether they're going to do it again or not? We don't. So let's all be very, very clear eyed about what hearings and Republicans pounding the table and different things in Congress can accomplish and what they can't. Getting to the truth about the origins of the virus is important from a biomedical safety perspective, no question. But accountability? I'm not going to be any accountability. I mean, accountability for the Chinese Communist Party doing that or a whole range of other things that are particularly upsetting uh to america and to the whole world so just one more random thought you guys know that there's there's actually a movie coming out in january it's christian bale movie it's called the pale blue eye and john fetterman is in it i just found this out my mind was blown fetterman is in a movie about like 1880s murder mystery revolving around west point the military academy and Christian Bale knew Fetterman from when they filmed the movie in Braddock, Pennsylvania, and decided that he should be in this movie. I- I'm sitting here like mind blown. I had, I had no idea. You know, you know, I, folks, it's a crazy world we live in. You know, going into the holiday season, just remember, hold your loved ones close. Enjoy yourself. Have a good time. Uh, because having a sense of humor about this this wild, crazy world we live in is very, very important. Um, I'm not going to be podcasting for a few days after this. I'm going to try to do some more next week before we get into the holiday season. And we are going to be launching with video with, uh, with guests, um, for next year. Uh, so that's going to mean we're going to start doing more long form conversation with guests. We're going to have the studio hopefully finally built around me for those of you who are watching on Rumble or YouTube. So we're excited about all that, and uh, I want to to say thank you because I appreciate so much those of you who listen to this podcast. I know there's a lot of stuff out there, but this is a lot of fun, it's a way for me to reach all of you uh, individually or, uh, or just me as an individual speaking to all of you, which is a good time. So Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. Shields high.
1: This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on.
0: Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Keebie Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality Podcast. Reality.